The Prentice also Heating and Air Coaches Quarter, fueled by Donut Country and McDonald's Murfreesboro on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSSports.com. We're back on the Coaches Show, brought to you by JHA Company. Now, that's Josh Houston and Associates. Jewelry, letter jackets, yearbooks, graduation products. They do photography and more at jhacompany.com. Time to talk to the head coach of the Stewart's Creek Redhawks, Ben Caudill. And, uh, Coach, we enjoyed our time last night at the uh, at the football game. I'll tell you what, it was – Whew, it was the heat was brutal at eight o'clock it 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 was still like 98 degrees the feel like temperature it was it was something else yeah well obviously you know we love having you all out any chance we can get and uh i always enjoy following up with you and john uh when y'all are able to come by and brag about you know the uh incredible atmosphere that is stewart's creek on a friday night all the moving parts you know all the greatness of our school that uh, comes together each and every week. Uh, the unity uh, throughout uh, our entire school, uh, staff, faculty, administration, uh, all those things. And, and uh, so we always enjoy having you all out. Well, I, I know that not everybody was in in place. There were, there were some different things that happened and, and you had, some folks had to scramble. And in that scramble, they put on a, a, a great night last night. I thought the student section was great, uh, and despite it being hot and an hour later, a pretty energetic crowd. Yeah, well, you know, I, I've waken up this morning, I've never been more excited uh, and honored to be the leader of our program. Uh, you know, it is uh, truly an honor to uh, be surrounded by the incredible uh, leaders on our staff that I am. Uh, you know, we have three guys that are former head coaches uh, on our staff. Uh, you know, our offensive coordinator, Les Greer, you know, is, is currently active in the military. Uh, incredible leader, incredible human. We've got our offensive line coach who's been a head coach before. Uh, his dad's a preacher. Uh, our wide receivers coach graduated from Vanderbilt and huh. played for the New England Patriots. He's smarter than uh, the three of uh, two of us together, so I can't even count. <laughs> yeah, got a, got a veteran defensive staff. Um, you know, and I tell you, Brian, you know what's great about having former head coaches on your staff, which we have three, you know, is, is uh, uh, man, they, they hold you accountable. Uh, they keep you in check. They know the rules inside and out. Uh, and they understand, you know, the value of unity um, and uh, everything that comes with that. And uh, I'm so proud of them. You mentioned the word scramble. You know, uh, I mentioned the word, you know, unify and resolve uh, and uh, leadership uh, and so incredibly honored and proud to uh, be surrounded by them on a daily basis. Uh, I do not take for granted one second their support of me. I tell our team and our staff all the time, I evaluate our program and every aspect through the lens of a father. Uh, and as a loving husband, and that's what I am first and foremost. And I tell our team all the time, I will never do anything to you. Uh, I will never say anything to you that I wouldn't want my own two boys uh, experiencing themselves. And here's the thing, Brian, I've done this the hard way, you know, and it is hard to get competent assistants like that who've been head coaches that are willing to leave those positions. Uh, and uh, at the end of the day, I'm accountable uh, for every aspect of our program and uh, I'm so incredibly blessed to be surrounded by those men, and I'm equally uh, as proud and so excited about 
the performance of our players last night. It has been an unbelievably hard week with, you know, practices in the morning, going through the heat. Uh, and what time was that? Uh, what time was the arrival for practice this week? <laughs> well, we decided to go Tuesday and Wednesday at 6 a.m. We did not go in the morning on Monday uh, because of the fact that we had a JV game mm. and uh, called Coach Guthrie when that had to be pushed back. And we decided that since we were both going in the morning, uh, you know, we both decided as, as leaders of our program that that wasn't right to put our players through a late Tuesday night practice uh, and then have them come back on Tuesday morning. Uh, a, a JV game on Monday night and have them turn right back around. Yeah. That's just not healthy. You know, obviously everything we do, we, we do through the lens of what is right for our kids. <laughs> and that <laughs> parent know? thing too, yeah. right? You as, know? <laughs> as, as leaders, you know, we're, we're accountable uh, to their parents and how we uh, handle our business when they're with us. And so, so excited and proud of the job that our entire staff did all week and handling that. Uh, and, you know, here's the thing, Brian, you know, we're, we're, we've got some blue collar kids that have to work in the afternoon. And so getting to school at 5.30, you know, practicing, going through the day, uh, lifting on certain days, and then having to go work, you know, after when you normally practice in the afternoon, that's hard to do. Yeah. And we had some kids that, you know, got sick. Uh, and sometimes it's hard even as a dad, to, you know, just because you have to wake up earlier, you know, you're not able to go to bed earlier. And, you know, all the things we did from a hydration standpoint to a nutrition standpoint, touchdown club, all parties involved – it goes without saying that all parties had to come together to make sure, you know, our kids were uh, ready to go on Friday night with the craziness of this week. Well, I know that we we always expect heat, Coach, but not not like this last week. I mean, that that was just something else. And so to uh, to be able to get through that, hopefully, it's just the only one this year. <laughs> Deal with the regular heat, not yeah. the extreme, right? Yeah, we certainly hope so. So uh, last night, uh, just if in case you didn't remember uh, the scoreboard from earlier Stewart's Creek uh, a winner over Blackman 28-21 and uh, you know you look at that score and unless you were there um, I mean you guys led and and had the lead throughout and actually had a two touchdown lead at, at one point so to uh, to see that score you you had control of the game it seemed like from start to finish yeah so proud of of the effort of our guys i want to give a lot of credit to coach kreisky and blackman uh you know and and the job that matt is is doing there uh you know nobody respects matt more than me we've coached against each other now in two different counties we have very similar backgrounds and and a common mentor in thomas mcdaniel so you have uh, a twin too <laughs> i'm <laughs> well, just kidding <laughs> well uh so much respect for matt and uh, you know, and, and here's the thing, as, as the leader of our program, I look back, uh, you know, four years ago, you know, when it comes to playing black men, and I was told verbatim when, when I got our job uh, from a former coach, I, they, they said, you know, Coach Caudill, you're welcome. And I said, what, is, what does that mean? He said, you're welcome for the schedule you have uh, that Blackman's not on the schedule. And four years ago, that's what I was told, you know, that, you know, we're not the caliber uh, team or program to go toe-to-toe with a Murfreesboro power like that. And uh, so after my first year, I started talking to Kit Hartsfield. That's a backyard game rivalry yeah. that needs to be played. Uh, he took another job, and then we got moved into that region. That's what <laughs> I was going to say. Two and years later, look what happened. Yeah, or a year later, yeah, I guess. Had to play him. And uh, <laughs> a lot of people said at that point in time, you know, this is going to be the death of Stewart's Creek football. And those two years that we were in that region, there were three teams that made the playoffs both years, Oakland, Riverdale, and Stewart's Creek. And scheduled Blackman again. And, you know, four years ago, it's you're welcome. Blackman's not on the schedule. And now it's, you know, we've taken two of three from them and had one get away at the last second last year. And that doesn't happen because you put a program in a microwave and, 
you know, do things quick fix. You know, it has been hard. You know, it has been hard to become a football school and make the make the playoffs four years in a row to not settle or flinch one inch when it comes to, you know, how we're treating our players uh, and prioritizing everything that goes into their development. And so I'm so proud of the effort of our guys uh, and, and uh, you know, the, the job they did last night against a really well-coached and talented Blackman team. You know, four turnovers, a blocked punt. I told our team Thursday morning after practice, we got to be a little bit better than them in all three phases. And I cannot say enough about, you know, their grit uh, and maturity throughout the game. So proud of our coaches, uh, Les Greer and the offensive coaches and what they did and, and uh, Coach Michaels, Burnham, and Curtis and the job they did on defense, uh, the job we all did in special teams. I'm so, so proud of them and uh, couldn't be any more blessed uh, to call those guys uh, Red Hawks. Well, let's uh, talk about uh, a few players. Last night, uh, in some stats from the game, uh, Jacob Jones, 8 of uh, 14, passing 136 yards and uh, two touchdowns. Nigel Maynard had two interceptions last night and uh, had uh, four or five sacks, uh, or four or five tackles, I should say. And uh, one name that you don't hear in terms of having a, a ton of stats uh, was Javarian Ote. Um, he didn't return after the first quarter, but then all of a sudden there's this uh, number 24. No, it was not 24. Maybe it was. Yeah, it was 24. And it comes trotting out, and I look at my roster, and I see blank. And it's like, okay. And then he gets a carry and gets another, and then all of a sudden it's like, we got to find out who this kid is, Kenny Jordan. So <laughs> uh, did he just become eligible this week? He moved here about two weeks ago with his younger brother, uh, got acclimated, became eligible. So high character, has a cousin. That's a sophomore quarterback for us. And – Proud of him. Uh, proud of all the other guys that toted the rock last night. Proud of Jacob for distributing the ball. Mm -hmm. uh, one of our best running backs and linebackers, unfortunately, got sick Thursday morning right after practice and couldn't play. So he's another depth piece that we have. Uh, certainly a lot of depth and weapons that we have that we're very proud of. Proud of Nigel. Proud of Ez. Proud of Landon Ruxtell, his second pick in a row. He's got a 31 on the ACT and has Vanderbilt in his final choices uh, You know, uh, next year when he enters college. Proud of Every level of our defense, and like we said, special teams, Keelan Harris with a big block there. You know, Stewart's Creek was ready to play last night. We were excited to, uh, you know, ha uh, open up at home. Uh, our band, you know, cheer, dance, everything that comes together, color guard. So proud of them, and, and uh, what an awesome environment at Stewart's Creek High School, is, as WGNS uh, clearly saw. Well, um, Jordan, I mean, he's he's here for two weeks. Got to learn the program. Got to learn the plays, the system, how things go. And then I'm sure that you kind of wanted to edge him into things just a little bit, but with the depth issues that you just kind of outlined, you had to have somebody step up, and, and he did in that role for you. No doubt. Caleb Floyd carried it 17 times last night, too. Yeah. Uh, Marcel Gordon stepped up. But, uh, you know, Kenny comes from a very high academic school in Arkansas. His brother Caleb does as well. And so I think that's eased his transition into, you know, uh, Stewart's Creek, and uh, he's quickly become – you know, uh, a leader in our locker room and, and very, very proud of the offensive line and everybody that gave him the opportunity as well as everybody else on offense to have some success last night. Well, uh, Ben, uh, it's uh, Hillsboro next week? Yes, it is. What do you know about the Burroughs? Well, I know that their head coach texted me at 4.43 this morning for film, <laughs> and uh, they have uh, scored over, I think, 100 points exactly the last two weeks, given up about 10 uh, or 14. 
they're two and zero going on the road is going to be a huge challenge for our team. So obviously, uh, you know, we're going to enjoy this over the weekend and get back to work on Monday against a very quality opponent uh, in Hillsborough High School on the road next Friday night. So when you got that four forty three text, you obviously noticed the time that must have meant you were up. Man, I was so excited, Brian, this morning. I, I slept about two hours last night and woke up this morning never been more excited and had more belief in, in uh, you know, what we're doing as a program. I'm so honored to be a Red Hawk, uh, to be the leader of our program as chosen by our principal, Dr. Clark Harrell. Uh, so blessed and honored and excited about, you know, our team moving forward. Are you a nap guy? <laughs> maybe a little bit today you know <laughs> two hours but my boys are going to want to play here in a little bit too so uh you know love saturdays with my family yeah and can't get that time back there's there's mine right there 24 <laughs> years later but yeah. uh ben appreciate it thanks for coming in this morning congrats on the uh win for stewart's creek last night and uh good luck on the road thanks brian appreciate y'all coming again and go red hawks absolutely ben caudill the head coach of the stewart's creek red hawks joining us this morning on the coaches show brought to you by the law offices of john day providing some Superior legal representation to injured victims and their families. More at johndaylegal.com. Parks Auction. We handle everything. The auction is a means of drawing people together for a quick, easy sale. I've always been a big fan of auctions. You know, you get instant sale, no contingencies and everything. I've known 